WZZP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Brought to you by 13 Daggers, tattoo and body piercing, rocking hard on the boulevard. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. And walk-ins are always welcome. Fever right there. Getting things started tonight on this edition of Rock Around the Region. It's called Smoke Clears. The band got to be a part of the big old BWC toy run this weekend, playing one of the stages on Friday night, and just released a brand new video for that song. We're going to get it posted up on the Rock Around the Region page here shortly. Another opportunity for you to see Fever coming up on October 4th with the other LA. We'll get to them in just a moment, but let me give you a preview of what's coming your way tonight on the program. Part two of my conversation with the award-winning Nashville metal band Three Minutes to Live. We're going to talk about influences. We're going to talk about bands that they want to play with and have played with and rock star attitudes will come your way as well. Also, big news for the Athens, Georgia band, Low Water. Very excited for that. An update on Absent from the Body as they did have a member suffer injury and a throwback track tonight from a band that I miss a whole lot, Straight Line Stitch. That is coming up tonight as well. So glad to have you on board. As I said, Fever and the other LA going to be joining forces October 4th for Bar Rat's third annual birthday bash. If you partake in beverages and fun at the warehouse, you know who Bar Rat is. So his birthday party coming up on October 4th. Check out details. Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. The other LA speak soft on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
serving up the homegrown good stuff, and it's not even illegal. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
Walk around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville. That is Sleep for the Weary and Jonestown Bop. That song influenced by two crazy men. One of them, of course, Jim Jones, and the other one, Marshall Applewhite. Marshall Applewhite uh, ran the Heaven's Gate cult, and there was a mass suicide within that particular cult. And, of course, Jim Jones killed like something like 918 members of his parish, as it were, with poisoned Kool-Aid. Interesting fact about Jim Jones I found out the other day that before he became whacked out on uh, on Uber Religion uh, and killed people with Kool-Aid and became this cult leader or whatever, he was a door-to-door pet monkey salesman. Think about that. Of course he's crazy. Sleep for the Weary. Uh, that is from their uh, EP Theoria. They're going to be joining forces with Jackson, Tennessee's Five Stories for a show on October 18th. Here is Five Stories with Unchained. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Discovering the best of the Southeast region without the fear of banjos. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on Z97.5. Everything that rocks.
around the region on Z97.5 doing a throwback track right there from a band that I miss so incredibly much. Formed in Knoxville and front woman Alexis Brown from right here in Clarksville. Straight Line Stitch, What You Do To Me. That goes back to their debut album, When Skies Wash Ashore, in 2008. The band, of course, has been on hiatus for several years as Alexis decided to come off the road and become a mom. Now, the reason I decided to do that as a throwback track tonight is because there is a connection between Straight Line Stitch and tonight's guest of Three Minutes to Live. The newest member of the band, Scott Haynes, the drummer, used to be in Mindset Defect, and then he spent in between time actually as a touring drummer for Straight Line Stitch. And when he brought that up last week when we were starting to get to know each other, I got really excited and I'm like, oh, okay, I got to start pulling the Straight Line Stitch out of the shelf and start listening to it again because they're freaking amazing and I love them. So, back to the stars of the night. Three minutes to live. You know what I find interesting so far? All three of you right now, and I don't know if you can speak to the other two, but every time I I run a band through this question, there's always at least one odd one out where there was the gospel household Mm. or the, you know, whatever, the, the, the country household. All of you have been able to say, yeah, mom and dad were kind of into this. Yeah. Even if your yeah. parents weren't into the heavy thing, yeah, they the fact that they were into the hair bands, that yeah. was still, that was still, you know, 80s rock and roll. Yeah. She, she liked the, uh, the really, uh, the pop hair <laughs> band stuff. <laughs> yeah. My band. mom's first concert was the And Justice for All tour, uh, two years before I was born. So nice. Yeah. What was your first concert? My first concert, it was, oh boy, it was Lamb of God, Trivium, Machine Head, and Gojira. Nice. In the same bill. Nice. How about you, Chris? What was your My first concert? My first metal concert, you know, because I had been to a country concert, but the first metal one was Metallica in 97 for the Load Tour. Nice. <laughs> what about you? My first metal concert? Or, or your first concert? concert? Depeche Mode. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> In my 80s! Back when, uh, back when they were all, like, it would be four guys with keyboards. That yeah. Was it. yeah. 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 No, that I, that's my, what that I used to sisters. listen to before I discovered metal. <laughs> right, right. I was listening to Depeche Mode and the Smiths and the Cure. And, yeah. Oh, that, and then yeah, on the other sister, side right. was, like, the Sex Pistols the Clash and and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I was, like, not into metal at all. And I even remember the first time someone tried to make me listen to Judas Priest. I'm like, mm. no. <laughs> and now, you know, I will call him the metal god right along with everyone else. Right. So yeah. it's always fun to find out, uh, you know, what kind of inspired everybody to to pick up an instrument and do this. You chose it on your own. Did you guys both choose on your own to, to like, I, ch- I want to be a guitar player. I wanted to start a rock band. Yeah, We're doing well, this. The, the thing that really wanted me, I didn't, like, start playing right after this, but when the Black Album Metallica came out, that's what kind of got me, like, okay, that, I want to be something like this. I want to do something like, like this. Yeah, yeah. and then, um, but I just didn't know how to do it because I was young, you know, and... How old were you when the Black Album came out? 91, so I was... I was a 11, newborn. 12? You were a newborn. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was in seventh grade when it came out, so... Excuse me while I just take a deep <laughs> breath over here. <laughs> but, anyway, but, but it wasn't until like... I a was ba- in college. <laughs> And then a band, you know, then I discovered Typo Negative. Yeah. I miss my you know, when every Bloody, day. When yes. Bloody Kisses came out in 93 and a friend showed them to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. And, and in 96, October yeah, Rust, October still Rust. one of the yeah. greatest albums ever created by anybody. And I will fight them if you say otherwise. <laughs> I had a bonfire the other night. And I'm like, this calls for some Typo Negative. So I'm just had- sitting there watching stuff burn. And I'm like. Just I actually, channeling I, I actually had the gear logo, their logo yeah. tattooed, but I had to get it covered up because it was all fading and everything. Well, that's why you just get uh, reworked. And I, the line work was just oh, horrendous. Wow. Yeah, it was 
Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> Let's just say that I had a buddy do it in his apartment. Oh, uh, you know? well, okay, we went the scratch around. See yeah. if we can get that fixed, though. We so, all have bad first tattoos. <laughs> I think everybody's probably had a bad first tattoo. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even my first two professionally done, I've, they've been long since covered I've, up I think since I've, I've covered up more tattoos than I've actually just gotten good tattoos. <laughs> so obviously the the night I saw you guys first um, was when you opened up for Light the Torch and as I said super impressed with what I saw on stage and the thing that actually just made me like I, I think I grabbed the arm of, of the girl that went with me and my jaw dropped open is when you guys came out and did Davidian for Machine Head oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never in my life heard anybody attempt to cover Machine Head or Davidian in particular so that We've was like that, that was the yeah. very first Machine Head song that I had ever heard and I was like oh my god this is amazing yeah we've heard that from a few people like who covers machine head <laughs> nobody yeah. nobody and and to do it and particularly a, a song like that because that literally was the very first thing that they that they put out yeah so put them on the map. Um, and so yeah. to me that's that's still you know and i I mean, you guys are, are way younger than I am, but I, I lived through that. I lived yeah. through the David Koresh stuff on my television every single day. Yeah. Um, and so it, it kind of really hit home for me to hear somebody express it in that manner because yeah. you were like watching it, you know how messed up it is. And all of a sudden here comes Rob Flynn and, and Phil Demo going, this is what it is. Yes, yeah. that's exactly how I yeah. feel. So when you guys did that, it, it absolutely just freaking blew my mind. Um, so obviously we know Kill Switch is an influence. Machine Head is an influence. Yeah. Who are some of the other bands that, that you guys really, really draw from? Like individually, I, as a band, it's kind of hard because we kind of just pull from so many different areas. But if I had to sum up, what would you say? Chimera, maybe Chimera. a little bit of Chimera. There's a name I haven't heard for a while. Uh, Lamb, of God. Lamb of God, Machine Head, you know that. Just a lot of that early 2000s metal. Yeah, you know, still the best stuff. I yeah. think. I think that's when I came up as a metalhead, and all that stuff was taken off. So it's a huge influence on. Yeah, it's on a good. Me. That's a good way. The good place to start with all of that.
around the region on Z97.5. That is three minutes to live. It is called Watch You Burn. The gentlemen, my guests, once again this week, we were just talking about some of the bands that influence each member of Three Minutes to Live. Who are some of the bands that you guys then have shared? I mean, obviously, Light the Torch. I know that. But who else are some of the some of the majors that maybe you've shared stages uh, with? And- we- On Earth. We did Unearth, Memphis Mayfire, yeah, Memphis. And are Memphis. these are these bands too that you that you draw from or you're influenced by? Or Unearth, like, sure, yeah. Unearth for sure, yeah. Uh, Memphis Mayfire, and not probably not, not so much, but I mean, they were a great live band when when we played with them and kind of made me a new fan. Mm-hmm. Especially seeing they live really close to here, and I was talking to Maddie Mullins, you know, after the show, and he said he'd be down to play with us again. So nice, yeah. That's always a good thing when you can we can draw that connection. And for and for you, I mean, even back in the days with Mindset Defect, you guys got to share the stage with a couple of major names. Yeah, we we did. Uh, I think we diecast and Shadows Fall and uh, God forbid, God forbid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there were a few, and it was great. You know, I was definitely fans of those bands mm-hmm. uh, prior to playing with them, and. You know, you want to say that every experience is a great experience sharing the stage with big bands, but you know they they're on tour and they sometimes just want to sit in their bus and chill and, yeah, and just do do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's it's great to see how it works and, yeah. and to see you know they always come out on stage and they put on a great show. They know how to flip it on, flip it off. Yeah. And that as a local band, you need to learn how to do that as well. Because yeah, I mean, and I was gonna, I was going to ask that, and he's like, that's something you can learn. I mean, there's always things to be learning from that. And have you guys figured out how to do that? Or once you walk into a venue, you're always on. Right. Because even even at this level, you're still going to have those people that think you are those gigantic rock stars. And they're yeah. going to want to buy your merch. And they're right. going to want to get your autographs and get the photos and do all of that. Is it something that you guys are just still kind of like, is it no big deal to you? Or are you still kind of in awe that it happens? I definitely embrace it, you know, because, yeah. you know, growing up up you know watching people on stage that i appreciate i always wanted to get their autograph obviously Mm -hmm. or meet them so when someone's like a huge fan of us and they want a picture or an autograph it's like absolutely you know i know how much it means right so don't ever lose that because there's there's some people in the industry like Dimebag, dimebag said be a rock star when they want it Right. And I'll tell you what, he's a perfect example. And Dave Williams of Drowning Pool, too, never yeah. forgot anybody. Yeah. Ever. They mm-hmm. never forgot anybody. What? They might not remember names, but man, as soon as they saw your face, they knew who you were. And that's that's a rare, rare thing. I mean, I've I've been in this business for 25 years and I've met my share of the, you know, quote unquote rock stars that can be complete and utter dicks. And it's like, wow. And yeah, I can go back to, you know, De- the Def Leppard thing. Like back oh. in 89, I got to see Def Leppard and Ugly Kid Joe was down in uh, Oklahoma. And I was a guest at Ugly Kid Joe. A buddy of mine was road crew. And so we're there and it's like at a fairgrounds or something. And I think I was in seventh or eighth grade when Rick Allen lost his arm. Oh, okay, I was yeah. being I was a drummer because I was being forced to do it. But that's a whole nother Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> but either way, I remember writing a paper for my literature class because they wanted us to write a paper on on a hero. And I'm like, Shh, look at Rick Allen still doing this. This is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, I put together a whole thing with a portfolio of pictures and everything. So I have this opportunity where I'm literally standing on a stage looking out at these fairgrounds and he comes out there and I try to start telling him my story. I'm like, dude, you were a big influence to me. I wrote a paper and blah, blah, blah. And I kid you not, that mofo looked at me and said, I don't have time for this. And he walked Rick off. Rick Allen said that? Yes. Wow. Wow. One, you know, one thing I will say, uh, being kind of an outsider from this band at first and you knowing these guys for years, they, all these musicians are the most humble dudes yeah. I've ever met. And that's something that kind of drew me to them as well. You know, Brian, as the, the front man, the lead singer, like he... Uh, on stage, that's exactly what he is. Off stage, he's like nicest guy in the yeah. world, and he wants to watch everyone play, and he wants to interact with all yeah. the bands, and and that's kind of a rare thing, especially like very. in the local scene, you know. And and the rest of the guys, they're all very uh, welcoming. 
to everybody. They meet all the other band members and, you know, it's great. It's great to see that. So, uh, you know, I, I am, I feel proud, you know, of what they do already. And to be in a band where people don't look at them and be like, man, those guys have such huge egos. Right. If anybody's going to say anything, it's probably going to be me just because I, I'm always in show mode and I want to warm up and I want to play. And so people are like, what's wrong with that drummer? Why doesn't he come talk to me? <laughs> Music from your backyard. But damn, it's a big yard. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5, powered by 13 Daggers, tattoo and body piercing out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Kiss, kiss, bang. She's bad. Looking forward to checking these guys out on October 4th. It's uh, the spillway in Bowling Green. Kiss, kiss, bang. Going to be opening up for Blacktop Mojo, which is a friendship that I helped uh, you know culminate when I pulled the band in to open up for Blacktop Mojo at O'Connor's a couple of years ago. Here's a cool thing. Not only is Kiss, kiss, bang getting to play with Blacktop Mojo again. Remember last week on the program and I was telling you that Low Water had a big tour announcement on Sunday that they were getting ready to unleash? Well, their big tour announcement is they are joining forces with Blacktop Mojo once again, along with Otherwise, for a big tour that will kick off on October 28th. Keeping an eye out for some dates, and it looks right now, unfortunately, that the closest place will be Atlanta, Georgia at the Masquerade on November 26th. Here is Lil Water from their voodoo release, Dark Divided. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
97.5. Everything that rocks.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That is absent from the body in the wars we wage. I was hoping to get the chance to catch up with them on Friday as they were slated to open up for Soulfly at the warehouse. But the band had to cancel shows because their drummer Michael was in a really, really bad accident and has been in the hospital. He was in ICU and all of that. Now, as of September 16th, the band issued a statement saying x-rays showed signs of improvement. Blood work was looking good and he'd been able to get up and walk. Uh, the fluid on his left lung is receding, which is really good and enough to where that they would let Michael go home and recover. Nine broken ribs. That's going to take some time. There were lacerations to his spleen, his kidney and liver. Those are all healing and doing much better. He's He's got some pain going on, but he is on the mend. His follow-up appointment is coming up on Tuesday. So once we know more, we'll let you know. And uh, Godspeed, Michael. So glad that you are doing better. And we will get absent from the body in here another time when everybody is together and healthy and good. I am Samantha Knight. Getting ready to wrap up the show. Just a couple of tracks left for you. Rock Around the Region, powered by 13 Daggers, Tattoo and Body Piercing. Rocking hard on the boulevard. Walk-ins always welcome. Make sure you check out 13 Daggers on Facebook and Instagram. Discover new bands now. Rock Around the Region on C97.5. Everything that rocks. Sipping libations in a sneaker toke Roll out my worries right out the window And I'll go anywhere the wind blows It's overrated, it's all a joke
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That's my boys in Goodbye June and Anywhere the Wind Blows. The interview I did with them a few weeks ago is coming to Rock Around the Region in just a couple of weeks, along with an acoustic exclusive performance of that song right there. The brand new album Community Inn drops on October 25th, and then the band hits Europe on their very own headlining run that starts on October 28th. Very, very excited for them. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the program tonight. A big thanks to Three Minutes to Live. We will wrap up our conversation next week on the show so make sure you're tuning in and check that out as always you got questions comments you know about a band that i need to be familiar with let me know find me on facebook or you can drop me an email it is samantha at z975.com all right brought to you by 13 daggers tattoo and body person rocking hard on the boulevard as we wrap things up tonight with the jacksonville florida band i am so happy to say yes back together and a brand new album that is in stores now uh it's called the things we can't stop and the tour underway september 24th they will be at the exit in in nashville so that is tuesday night this is cold without you wrap it up rock around the region on z97.5